0: You're listening to the Counting Lights Podcast with Brent Gubinay and Dan Danzy. Counting Lights
1: Podcast, where comedy and wrestling lock up. Hey everybody, welcome back to the conclusion of Beef, Drugs, and Training. Before we get underway, just a reminder, tonight is our Counting Lights comedy show over at Oak Highlands Brewery. Tickets are still available, but they're about to sell out. We've got a hell of a show planned. Headliner Paul Varghese from Comedy Central and Showtime. Tony Casillas, as mentioned, on the Joe Rogan Experience. Plus, he's been on the Counting Lights podcast. We also have from Austin, Tyler Harris, myself, Chris Germany, and many more. Get your tickets at the pre-Kindle link that's on our Twitter or on our Facebook, and come join us tonight for a very, very funny comedy show with a welcome beer and free tickets to Hyena's Comedy Nightclub uh, on admission. Without further ado, here's part two of Beef, Drugs, and Training. When I was in middle school, there was a kid in my in my class, and out of respect, out of respect I'm not going to mention his name. Um, but he, uh, he, he, you know, he had some older kids that he was living next door to that were smoking weed, so he would smoke weed, and yeah, this kid's—he's just trying to be cool. He's eleven or twelve years old, right? And it led—it just made him crazy. So that was my first introduction to weed. Like he got thrown out of our school because he apparently made a list, and this is like post Columbine. Where it's just like, what? He made a list? I can't tell you
0: that there wasn't some kid in my school that had a list, too. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, they they found out he had a list, and they threw him out, and, uh, you know, I was able to sit down with him um, later on when we're both adults, and he was describing the experience. And this is after I've already tried weed and done weed, but it did... I could have smoked weed all throughout high school. It probably would have made my high school days a little bit better.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, from what I've learned, I've told my wife this, you know, jokingly. I know what I want to do when I retire. I want to get really good at being a because <laughs> And listen to Jimmy Buffett. And- no, I mean, yeah. I'm, I, hey, man, that's fucking, I'm a Jimmy Buffett fan, I'll admit it.
1: No, no, I. you know what? The old stuff, really good. Really good pencil-thin mustache. That's my jam,
0: you know? How These beers are going down real
1: good yeah, today. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's more of your liver, but, uh, you know. <laughs> and I like how you put, like, I, lo- I love how you open the can in front of the microphone. So everybody purpose. can hear it, yeah. Yeah, so it, just in case no one believes you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man, like, uh, you know, like, I just, um, like, I don't know. I think maybe a lot of people, it does them some mental... Positivity, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah. I know, like I'm, a, like I listen to Joe Rogan, like ninety percent of fucking everybody in the world now. Yeah, and to hear him describe what it does to him mentally, of course, he's a super strong, a mentally super strong guy. Yeah, just just to saying that the people that call, you know, what happens to you when you smoke weed, par- paranoia. He's like, it's. F- it makes him focused, It makes him realize that he's he can be humble. Mm. You know. It yeah, I've, gives, I've heard him say that. It gives him the ability to look inside of himself and question. You know, uh, well, am I being a pussy? You know, am I? You know, like it makes him mm. go inside his head.
1: See, and I would debate if if I ever get on the Joe Rogan Experience It's probably never going to happen in my existence probably maybe in the next life i don't know because joe rogan's gonna live till he's like 400 years old. oh he will
0: he will but i cells baby stem cells
1: i want to debate him that weed is not good for everyone i there's i feel like there's definitely
0: definitely isn't
1: but i feel like we're going
0: into it we're we're talking about drugs on the phone sure why not you have to be
1: on drugs to listen to this
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna spit my beer again
1: yeah there you go um, but no, but the, the the it seems to be like there's this idea with like my pothead friends or or my stoner friends that weed can you can't go wrong with weed right. oh if you're having a bad no, definitely no definitely. you're having a bad time with that strand we here, oh, smoke this strand right. and right. for me like i can only smoke weed just very seldomly because well, i get very anxious it's not even paranoia my right. anxiety level goes up you now there's some when days you where did,
0: you know what you want is something that's gonna curtail that anxiety because i have anxiety too mm-hmm. i mean we talked about it on the podcast like uh, show me a comic that uh, doesn't have fucking mental issues, and I'll show you a fucking comic that's not funny.
1: I mean, I match both of those.
0: You, no, <laughs> what are you talking about? You're a fucking mental I case, had bro. I had one good set. <laughs> You're a mental case. That makes you funny. <laughs> But yeah, I agree with you like it's it can't be good for everybody. Yeah,
1: no, it's uh, and it's the same with alcohol. You know, some people drink and they get violent, some people drink and they get fun, some people drink and they you know, they get thrown out of every every get, every place. <laughs> yeah, some people drink and they become me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But at the same point, I don't think uh I think weed kind of belongs with wrestling. I don't. I don't think that uh, because of what it can do with your joints and 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 yeah, and that's the pain. benefit. That's
0: really where I think the benefit things would benefit me. Yeah, like like really, I have to be careful. I can't like I rub uh, a CBD uh, roll on on my knees and, and back. Is that
1: working? Stuff. I is the it? It does. Working?
0: Yeah, sometimes it does. Like it does definitely take away the pain. Yeah, immediate like within. A few minutes but it doesn't last very long okay and it's because i really think that i don't have whatever that is that is in cannabis i don't have it through my body gotcha. like if it was in my body constantly well, through your bloodstream i think it would definitely make a difference yeah and i think that uh you know there's older comics that i've seen that you know, they, we could change the Chong. Those dudes are in the fucking 70s. Yeah. Are they, they both still alive? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and they're in pretty good health. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I would like to have the health benefits more than, you know, listen.
1: I was just making sure we were still recording. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> listen, I'm sure being high is all great and everything, but if I could just get back to, um, to To a baseline, yeah, where the pain. Well, like I don't have pain all the time, you know. And, and from the wrestling business, and you know, I'm, I played football for eleven years, and was in the wrestling business, like constantly wrestled, constantly for for sixteen years. Yeah, I can imagine that takes. A,
1: and, I mean, it does.
0: There's no imagining. Yeah, that takes like, a total. and if I, if I don't know, I was I was reckless. Yeah was reckless as a wrestler because I thought it would get me noticed. Like my prime years was during the hardcore you know surge. Like you know, if you it was like let's let's wrap some shit with barbed wire. Yeah, like <laughs> if you if you if you put up your hands for a chair shot,
1: yeah. you were a pussy. Big old pussy. So
0: like, <laughs> how dare you? God, damn. Like like at 53 I look at myself and I go what the what was I thinking, how man? How dare you! How dare you try to lighten the blow, <laughs> dude? You could tell as I got older, I would put my hand up. My hand would yeah. start out one hand, then it started out two hands, and then I would just throw my elbows up because my yeah. elbows could take more than my. I, like I didn't want that. Uh, you know, when you have a tra- when you have some sort of trauma, especially to your head, you get this ringing. It's a, oh yeah, it's a buzz. And it's a constant buzz. It's not like you can't function with it. That's a concussion, and yeah, yeah, a, it's a yeah. fucking concussion. A concussion. I was talking to my son earlier today, and I said, you know, really, like I, I always say, I've had at least fifteen concussions, and those are the major ones. Ugh. Those are not just the minor concussions, oh, like God. you know, like like those are the ones, like, and and probably those ones that I'm counting. Probably at least ten of the fifteen that I count as concussions, I was completely out. Jesus, like I'm talking lights out, laying on the mat. Yeah, like and, and can't it,
1: even count them lights well, anymore. It,
0: and, and, that, yeah, and, it, and it couldn't, and it wasn't like uh, it wasn't. You know, it might have came back real quick. Yeah, like there was times that I had, the lights went out, and, it, but there were times that. The lights went out, and I crumbled. <clears throat> like, there was a time that I took a shot and just literally went to sleep on my feet. Jesus. And my feet, cr- like, crumbled underneath me. The injuries for, for my legs were almost as bad as, what, as the the stitches I had to get in my head. You know? Oh my God. Like... Because it literally i'm I'm you know at the time probably two two sixty five two seventy and the lights go out and you land on your ankle or your knee or mm-hmm. your legs because literally you're standing in a erect and they and they click
1: I would use a different word because now' I, I, I just pictured, a, I pictured a whole different scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I pictured a whole different okay, scenario. Now. I was
0: standing up straight. Well, this ma- this match took a oh, weird turn. How, with it. Yeah, with it. how I said straight. Oh, and well, the- it's an object, but it's not foreign. Yes, it was definitely foreign. If you could see it, it was foreign. Yeah, it's just like you know, it's, it, it, and so I think that maybe it. it Listen, I'll be honest with you. I'll say something that I've never said before. I've considered trying mushrooms. Really? Yeah, because I think that, you know, that's that, you know, it's it's, that sometimes it stimulates the part of your brain that's asleep. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've heard stories and, you know, they used it in post traumatic stress disorder and and a lot of different uh, mental issues. And, it's uh, and and I'd like to because I know there's parts of my brain that are dead, and i like to wake them back up. And if I could just find something that could wake that wake my head back up, that I would definitely consider doing it. You know,
1: I've only had one experience with mushrooms, and this was like is like over ten years ago. Um, me and another comic were literally walking around Arlington, going to businesses. And handing out like free comedy tickets right. for like a show, and he had some mushrooms with him, and uh, that's a perfect time to take mushrooms. I mean, I didn't, see, I couldn't see why not, you know. <laughs>
0: You're uh, walking into strange
1: businesses, yeah, and you have to function in front of people. I don't remember the conversations, but I do remember <laughs> what animals I talked to uh, that day. I didn't have exact, I didn't have anxiety or anything. It was just like. Whoa, this is like it was way too much. It was way too much because you t- think
0: you took too much, or I
1: pff, sure maybe I don't know. <laughs> I had nothing, I, I still don't know how, how like, if I had the recommended amount. I right. don't know,
0: yeah. What is that recommended amount? I don't, anybody really I, I don't know,
1: but uh, the experience in itself, uh, it, if you've never done mushrooms before, the you're it's really weird to have reality just change like that. Right. It's not like smoking weed where, like, you know, everything's fun or you're paranoid or whatever. Just, like, everything you see and experience is completely, like, not what they told you about in school. You start to question uh, your existence and you start to question if, like, like... Dude, that's exactly what I mean. No, but, like, there's... There was a thought, like, after it was all over and I I'd, I'd gotten, like,
0: straight, like... How long did that take? Ugh. Is it a long ride?
1: Is it, it a long ride or is I it a short it ride? It depends. I guess is it, it dep- like
0: a roller coaster? Like, it's over before you know it? Or? No.
1: Not at all. Because <laughs> it's in your digestive tract. I mean, I guess it's different for everybody, maybe. But I remember say, like, thinking to myself, are there different dimensions to what I'm living in? And when I take mushrooms, does it open up parts of my brains that let me experience the other dimensions? Because the shit I was experiencing on that literal trip was just like something I will never go back to. And,
0: and apparently the answer is yes.
1: Well, because what we're experiencing right now, I want to believe is is the, the most real, real yeah, right. and the most normal. right? You know? Walking into businesses, it's just like, I'd like to speak to the manager, and out comes a platypus <laughs> with a suit,
0: <laughs> and you're just
1: like, oh, okay, I got to talk to this platypus and see if he wants to come to a comedy show.
0: <laughs> Listen, I'm glad I didn't do drugs when I was younger, mm. because, and that's this, you know, having a teenage son, it's something not explained to him, it's like, that, I was so happy that I let my brain develop before I like did anything. Yeah, and the the reason being is that listen, like I wasn't the smartest. I wasn't the sharpest fucking knife in the drawers as was. I didn't need any fucking delays.
1: Yeah, yeah. So let's add some concussions.
0: R- Go yeah. ahead. Well, sorry about <laughs> let's that. Add again. some, some concussions. Right. When <laughs> do you think my first concussion was? I think my first concussion was. Well, I think my first concussion—I I think I was under three. No shit. Yeah. What uh, kind of match was that? No, like, <laughs> what angle were they playing? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. My, my mother was swinging me in a circle and. Oh, the typical of, right.
1: like yeah, you're playing airplane. Right, she accidentally yeah, lets
0: and go. And I was a fat kid.
1: Oh, so there's already <laughs> some right, strain. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hard to carry yeah three Jesus yeah probably yeah. listen
0: honestly, if I really go back and think about it, it's probably I probably go way over 15 yeah but those are the ones in like in my um from my teen years up yeah. that I can remember it happening so I don't know it's fucking I, I mean I, I can't imagine somebody like you that's probably never experienced it at all. No, no, no. I I have had a concussion before.
1: Um, it's not as awesome as uh, as <laughs> you.
0: Nice. Uh, so the one Rod I Rod Price know, didn't hit you with the table. No,
1: no. We we don't speak anymore. Uh, no. Uh, 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 when I was I, I don't know about ten. My my parents had like a, a sliding wooden door that that you would go into their bathroom with, right. and I guess my mom had unhinged it, and I didn't know. So like. I walked in and I walked into the bathroom. The door was open. And I don't know if it was just the vibrations of the walk or whatever, but this wood, big old wooden door just poof, right directly on the head. And I heard the the ringing yeah. and everything was fuzzy right. and everything. And then when I was a big drinker, I think I got it. Oh, a,
0: yeah. That's, that's concussion central I, right
1: there. According to my roommate, I woke up. I was still drunk. I was heading to work, and I fell down the stairs, and I couldn't tell you what happened the rest of the day. I still went to work, apparently, and then they sent me home early.
0: Yeah, see, that's that thing where I was saying, like, it's not like you can't function. Yeah, but you will do things and not realize you did them. Yeah, like you'll, and it's almost as if you've lost time in your day.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and one of the reasons I there's many reasons to quit drinking, but one of the reasons uh, I I quit drinking was because I was tired of waking up with bruises. I was tired of uh, of waking up not knowing.
0: Damn, that sounds like my thirties, man.
1: <laughs> well, I, I got everything out of the way in my twenties, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, that was that was another thing. I'd wake up and I'd have bruises on my arms, my ribs. Or my head, my head would hurt in a different way that's not a hangover. It would just feel like I, yeah, I definitely.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, we wrestled the Nasty Boys last night. I remember
1: that. Yeah, I did. I have wrestled a bunch of, a couple of friends uh, drunk. My friend Matt, we, we went to a WWE house show. We got fucking plastered, and if then we wrestled at a bar. S- if
0: you have not seen Dan Danzy, look <sighs> Dan Danzy up. I'm telling you.
1: And, and insult me. A, insult a, my. No,
0: he's a slight frame. Mm. And I can't imagine you wrestling.
1: Would you train me to be a wrestler if I took the serious step just to have a match? Would yeah. you train me? Yeah. Do you think I could put on a
0: good? Yeah. R- in fact, what I would do—I mean, you're what 33? thirty-three. Thirty-three. Right. I would be DDP in it all the way. So you could you you could do it, and I would train you, but I would probably bring somebody in to train with you. Okay. Um, to show you uh, like to do the things that I couldn't physically do.
1: I'm not doing swanton bombs and shit.
0: I'm not doing, you say that in the beginning and then, but then it's like, it's just like comedy. Yeah. It's like, uh, I'll never do. Oh, I'll never do 30 minutes.
1: I mean, there's a difference between You're thirty almost, minutes and a Swanton bomb, yeah, it's though. It's not, though. No, man. but it's there's, just a
0: different. It's a different challenge. I guess. You know what I'm saying? It's like you go. oh... You can't but,
1: break your neck doing thirty minutes, though. So. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe
0: <laughs> depends on the club. It depends on the crowd, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like you, you get these little goals, and you think, well, uh, like, oh, well, I could never do a backdrop. Yeah. You know, I never take a backdrop. I could probably and then do a you backdrop. take a backdrop. Yeah, and then you like, well, I we could well, I could never come off the top rope. And and
1: then, then you, you come off, off the top, top rope, rope. Yeah. yeah,
0: and and you're like, oh, and listen, there's that first time off the top rope, you, you, you land on your face, and yeah, and you know, you don't you don't take the bump properly, and yeah. you land on your face, and you're like, oh, that wasn't very fucking fun. Mm. But then you just get up there and do it again, and then you know it's it's like and I'd imagine it's, you, li- it's like comedy
1: and I imagine you experience most of the pain after the match when the adrenaline has died down and stuff. Yeah,
0: that's the issue is that it's after the match. When you know you come to the back and your adrenaline's flowing, you just, uh, have a couple beers and you're like, yeah. "Oh, that's great. great!" Uh, you know, you the beers numbing. On, yeah, you had you, you pat everybody on the back. It's and the next you, morning, and you wake up, and, mm. or you get home and you're like, you "Go to sleep," and you wake up in the middle of the night and you have to take a pee. Uh, yeah, that's that. That was one of the jokes I tried out last night. Yeah, um, uh, I used to be able to. Bench press 350 pounds and squat over 500. Yeah. Now I can't get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom by holding on to the wall. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, okay. I really can. You know, she realized, like, you know, Jesus Christ, I've really put the body through
1: its past. That's more horrifying than funny, (laughs) Chris. I'm, 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 it
0: makes them uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's made me uncomfortable. (laughs) I fear, I fear for your health right now. That's,
0: well, you know, I mean, you just, it's, you deal with it.
1: But know? I love I love pro wrestlers because you have this, like, cadence to you. Like, well, you know, this is part of the
0: business. Like <laughs> just, you know, this is what you got to do. You know, I was, like, when I grew up, I didn't think I was a tough guy. Yeah. But I grew up with an older brother that was five years older than me. And it was his goal when I was younger to beat me up on a regular basis.
1: Okay, same here.
0: Yeah. And uh, so... I didn't think it was tough because I was crying all the time, but what I didn't realize is that getting tough and being funny is a lot alike, because pain fucking makes you funny and pain makes you tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? so it's like, uh, you know, you just, you, and and then, you know, my teenage years and football and and, just, and realize, you realize, one God, you know, what? I got to take some punishment. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's what. Re- How re- do I make money off of this? Well, <laughs> it's what it's what gave me the confidence. Yeah. to be able to go and try out. You know, to go. You know, just like today. Uh, it's this, today is uh, the sixth. My son's birthday, February sixth. Uh, happy birthday, by
1: the way. Yeah, Leland, Germany. Uh, happy Leland. birthday, bro. Got a nice pair of Nikes. I'm very uh, jealous.
0: Very, very nice. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, more than my first house payment. No shit. <laughs> they that, that's that's the truth. They sell those
1: Nikes now. Yeah, at an atrocious like, price, you motherfucker.
0: Those, goes on, those go on your feet.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to protect my feet from yeah. whatever's on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Why do uh, I gotta take out a bank loan?
0: Yeah. To- <laughs> I look at a pair of boots and I'm like, no, nah, nah, I can't afford that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But mm, mm, yeah. anyway, uh, so yeah, you. Uh, oh, where was that um
1: you're talking about pain. You were talking yeah, about. yeah. You know,
0: yeah. the pain, you don't realize it. And then all of a sudden it gave me the confidence to go and try out. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, like the guys are doing, what, what my point was, is the, the S, uh, S.W.E.'s got a show tonight and uh, they put a live Facebook live uh, of all the guys that are working out. Yeah. Yeah. And they had, they've got a big crew. They've, in fact, they got a great training program. If you're interested in pro wrestling, and also,
1: also, uh, uh, we're good friends with SWE. And let me tell you something they they put on amazing shows. They have an amazing roster. And if they're ever in your area, please check them out. Yeah, go out and check them out. You're in for a fun time.
0: So uh, uh, they put a Facebook live on of the. uh, They had to have, I don't know, sixty guys out there. Yeah. That are taking the chance today and working out for their first time, uh, you know, trying out for SWE. Yeah. And I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, I can't imagine that right now. Mm. Like I did it, like I was 21, went and walked into the world famous sportatorium in downtown Dallas, Texas. And I was terrified, man. But, you know, you just do it. I knew I could take some punishment. And, you know, you see guys and you start to, it's God, kind of once again, uh, in my head, like I'm making the comparison between wrestling and comedy. It's just like walking into a comedy club and you look at a guy and you go, I'm funnier than him, I'm funnier than him, I know I'm funnier than that guy. Same thing, you're like, I'm tougher than him. Well, I'm tougher than him. Yeah, well, but, event- take that but guy.
1: eventually all that filters out because it starts like in like comedy and with rest, it starts to become a business. So like when I show up at open mic, I'm not watch like I'll watch somebody <laughs> set if they ask me to right. to give them pointers, but I really not I'm really not concerned who's up there bombing or who's up there doing good. Yeah, you really can't focus on other people's sets. Really, I
0: kind of say this about the Dallas comedy, terrific Dallas comedy community here. The DFW is just a great place to learn to do comedy but uh, i really wish that uh, more of the uh, you know older comics and i said and you know i notice it now that i'm kind of, you know a few years in like i and I noticed that i don't pay attention to the guys as much as the younger guys as i should you know but i i, w- I wish like uh, that the older comics would pay attention a little bit more when we do sets and give us pointers and give us well, you but know, at the insights. same time just ask yeah, that's why I got gotta find to do. Yeah, I gotta. Well, this is not
1: just for this that. is not just for you, but any young comic that's listening right now, any amateur open micer, if you want someone to watch your set, give you pointers, don't expect it from us because we got our own yeah, shit going yeah. on. We got our own five minutes we need to work out. Right. And as as nervous I as need you to are, do that more as nervous as you are about your new five minutes, right. like we walk around with right. confidence and and this faux. Uh, this faux like security, like we, we we you know, but we are just as nervous sure. as other people. We've just been in the environment longer.
0: And to listen to guys like you know, because once again, once again, I, I listen to mostly comedy podcasts. Yeah, I don't listen to wrestling podcasts, and I listen to comedy podcasts. And I hear these comics talking about how terrified they are when they get rid of all their material for a, for a special. And they have to start over again. Yeah. So I understand that they're feeling the same way that we are. It's just that they under,
1: can. Be, under worse circumstances.
0: Well, and two, but the, the, but the, the, with the experience, you know, the majority of comics that have been in the business for, uh, you know, 10, 12, 20 years, that they, can, they can hit, you know, uh, they can hit, you know, uh, uh, you know, base hits all day. Like yeah. they can come up their quicker studies when it comes to what's funny and how, how to get to the funny quicker. Mm-hmm. You're know, like, that's a lot. That's one of the things that a lot of younger comics have a problem with and, and I still experience experience constantly. Cut out the words that don't get to the funny quicker, and you told me that. Yeah, Yeah. like we've we've gone over some ideas and bits, and you're like, yeah, you don't need that.
1: You don't need that. Why are you
0: saying that? Like nobody cares that he was wearing a blue shirt.
1: Well, you know what I'm saying. It's not that I say it's not that I say nobody cares, but if you have something to say about the shirt other than it's blue, right? Then that's when you should mention the blue. You see what I'm saying? So like every little detail that you want to give into a story, better have a punchline after that detail. Right. You know, and that and most people that give pointers, um, they it's it's very important you find a, an experienced comic that can uh, that can recite your joke in your voice in their head. Gotcha. Because a gotcha. lot a lot of people that give out pointers tell someone how to how they would do the joke. Right. And wh- what I do is when someone asks me to watch their set, and they're a new comic, and they go up, I imagine them telling the joke at full confidence. Right. I imagine them confident, and then I throw in the formulas that I know and that I've been taught, and then that's how I help a comic. I'm not going to tell a comic how I would do a joke. Right. I'm not going to do that because how I tell a joke and how you tell a joke are completely different. Right. You know, I am—I'm a terrible writer. All right, I'm a better performer, so I can help with the performance aspect of it. And all performance is is just confidence. Right. You know, a great wrestling match isn't anything without the confidence of the two wrestlers.
0: Yeah, because you have to have that confidence to know that. Um, to tell the story and Mm -hmm. make the story believable. Exactly,
1: exactly. So whenever, uh, uh, one of my first lessons to anyone, one of the first things of advice I give is just like, okay, look, this joke is not happening right now because you're not confident enough. You got to be confident. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen when you go up there. You bomb, nothing happens. No one's going to beat you up. No one's going to think less of you. In fact, even if you have a good set at open mic, 95% of the time, they're not going to remember your name. When you open at a comedy club, I can't tell you how many times this has happened. You open at a comedy club, you fucking, you do a great job. You just, you fucking start the show off great. And then after the show, people uh, don't remember your jokes and they don't all remember right. your name. Right. They they come up all happy and giddy, <laughs> and, and their intent is good. They want to make you feel good <laughs> about yourself. And you were funny too. You were funny too. You performed. <laughs> you performed. That was great. So and 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 when you're a feature, when you're a feature, this happens a bit. Uh, they come up to you. I love that joke you did. And the joke that they tell you is something that the headliner told or the the opener told. You know the people in the crowd, their attention span and their memory not good. Well,
0: especially nowadays. Yeah. Like nowadays we have all we have entertainment at our ready, right mm-hmm. here. I can I can get on TikTok and watch these stupid fucking fifteen second videos. And, and your son's TikTok is very. Oh, he's fucking funny. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. He's funny. Yeah, like, I hope, yeah, that's why I don't let him watch wrestling. <laughs> so. He, okay. Oh, God, I would love, be- I would, oh, my God,
1: but he should. He should, no. he should. Oh, no. No, 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 he shouldn't wrestle. Yeah. But if he, if he came up with videos that made fun of wrestling.
0: <laughs> that is pretty funny.
1: Like, yeah, because he, he, he would have knowledge because of you. So I, I don't know. I'm not throwing ideas his way, but he's your son's very hilarious. Anyway, our
0: attention span is so short because I, I can literally like get on this, this this fucking TikTok, yeah, and every single video is something that I because the algorithm, mm-hmm. every single video is something I'm interested in, and all of a sudden I look up and it's fucking an hour later, mm-hmm. and it feels like ten minutes. Yeah. And so yeah the like that's that's one thing that we have to deal with as performers in comedy is people's short fucking attention span. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that's the reason that my like I think I, I I try and keep my bits going like that, you know, the the uh make fun of me tag, make fun of me tag, make fun of me tag go on to the next subject. Yeah. You know.
1: And what I'm what I'm learning about myself is that I'm shying away from things about my life, and starting to get more comfortable with my opinions on what's going on in our culture and in our world right now. I mean, I mentioned the Larry King thing. Normally, that's not a joke I would open with. That's not even something I would talk about. In that sense, see,
0: that sounds that sounds like Dan Danzi to me.
1: Yeah, well, I I don't know why because I've never gone down that road before. And also right. in that set, I bring up a funny take on Columbine, and I bring up like how the '90s are different from today, and that's where Columbine comes in. No, like if you go to my past feature sets or just opening sets, even I'm usually just talking about alcoholism because that's something I'm very knowledgeable right. in. Um, but I'm finding I'm learning about myself that I'm finding ways to take something that would cause like an argument in a comment section and tr- trying to find the funny in that and how can people relate to this and if at the end of the set we uh, I bring the crowd into a uh, relatable uh, unification of Oh that subject matter That touchy subject matter he brought in Was All very right. funny right. Then I can work from there And with that with that set That last set I did at Fresh Face I'm more comfortable now In diving into things like You know I mean I'm not going to write a joke about trans people Or anything like that But I kind of want to dive into that But I'm going to do my research and everything But I, I kind of wanted to make it relatable Where people just don't even care who's trans, you know. Right. And then trans people aren't offended. You always want to find that middle ground, to where no one labels you anything like hateful or right. anything like that. Speaking of which, uh, a wrestler Tyler Rex uh, came out recently and with a new picture. He has or she has transitioned.
0: <laughs> who is this Tyler? Tyler Rex. He was no
1: idea who that is. Uh, he was a big indie star. Got to. Uh, FCW and when it turned into NXT and stuff and he uh, she is uh, she, I, and I'm having trouble with pronouns sure. because it's so sure. new that's why you don't use them so new yeah yeah you did <laughs> we, we, oh, we were that. we were in McDonald's we were at the drive-thru <laughs> of McDonald's and Chris we, we, we pulled up to the window <laughs> and Chris said what's up dude and it was just a lady with short hair <laughs> and the, the I think it's a
0: bro you bro up, bro? bro how you doing and bro and then
1: she walked away to get the food or whatever and Chris's look like oh my god <laughs> Looked yeah, at me like, oh, no,
0: there I go putting my dick in my mouth again. We ate
1: spit. That was <laughs> we ate boogers. Well, luckily,
0: she's not though. She's not the one making the burgers. Luckily,
1: no, but she does have control over the food when it's in the bag <laughs> and bringing it to the window. Oh, it was a little uncomfortable. Yeah, but like the pro.
0: Listen, but, that's not the first time, and it won't be the last time I fuck up like that.
1: But I think in the wrestling world, we're going to see more trans athletes, and and. I know how wrestling fans are. Uh, uh, there are some wrestling fans like me, very supportive. We don't care as long as the sure. product's good. Right. But then, are there wrestling fans, and they know who they are. They have a tough time spelling, and the well, you know that's that's
0: <laughs> you know uh, that's been that's been big for a long time down in Mexico. Yeah, like. Uh, I mean, it's not a derogatory term, but that's what they call them. They call them hotos. Hotos. The, yeah, it's not
1: derogatory. Well, we're not going to get in trouble for well, saying Well,
0: Like if I called somebody a hoto, they would get mad. But oh, jeez, Chris! Like, <laughs> like you know, it means uh, you know, like a, a girly man. You know, it's like a okay. you know, it's like a or or I don't know. You probably use it as a negative for a gay guy. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. Spanish. I don't fucking know, but. Uh, yeah, that's what they – I mean, they call them in the back. That's, uh, it's like, oh, yeah, those are the hotos over there. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's always – it's been big for a long time. And, you know, it's funny that it's almost as if they were more advanced on that, you know, the, the uh, accepting that lifestyle.
1: But did did those wrestlers get as big of a push – as other wrestlers where they brought they were, out as no, comedy. They were
0: huge like cross-dressing wrestlers mm-hmm. in Mexico. They were huge okay. ones, you know. And it's funny because it's like they like the regular wrestlers had no problem with it. Yeah. It's like they would be over like we we caught all the we called the wrestlers some of the wrestlers when we were in Mexico like flirting with the, the hotos. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's almost like they they immediately accepted them as it wasn't a weird thing it was yeah. like if they, if that's just the way they are
1: well i think it be i think in american culture um for so many generations we've we parents of previous generations and, and what have you have pushed that especially on on young gentlemen that manliness like oh you got to be a man right. boys, you, you got to know how to put together a car yeah, boys play you know? with trucks girls yeah. play with
0: dolls and i think
1: yeah. that's just been and, and right now we're in this transition no no pun intended we're in this transition, <laughs> he said transition we're in this transition period where it's just like you can raise your kids the way you want to just as long as you love them
0: yeah. And you don't you
1: don't treat them any less different than you know the kid down the street's so parents do.
0: Here's here's a stinky bag of shit to open up. Uh-oh. So, uh oh. So, what is your opinion on?
1: <laughs> I was about to I was about to hit pause. <laughs> I was about to hit pause. What are you bringing up?
0: Um, so, what is your opinion on male trans males that okay. are going? They're transitioning into f- to the, f- the female form, competing in athletics. Um hmm. I don't know.
1: Cause I'm not in that world. Yeah. Uh do I think do I think they have some advantage if they do something like MMA? I think there's an advantage there. But at the same time, you know, it's very it's very it's just as possible that a female, born a female, could beat a male transitioned into a female. I think I think more strategy has to go into play for that naturally uh, born female, you know? Right. I, I just think it's a it's different in terms of strategy. Now, when it comes to something like track or football, I guess it would just depend on the sport.
0: It definitely, it definitely but, would. But, definitely
1: but I would. think... Honestly, I, I just think you just got to strategize and train differently when you're facing someone who has a, a, because, because like, okay, let's just take two naturally born females. One's bigger than the other, or one has more reach or one, one, one has better cardio. You just have to train differently. You just have to strategize differently because the possibility of beating them or the possibility of winning is always there. You just have to increase those odds. Yeah. And I, so when it comes to that, I don't have a problem
0: with it. Well, that. the only issue that I really have is when it comes to combat sports.
1: Like I said. Right. You just got to strategize differently.
0: Like it's, it's weird. Like I, it's, there is an advantage to having a body that has grown up naturally producing testosterone on a daily basis. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it changes the structure of our um the length of our bones it changes the um, uh, natural even if you're not really an athlete yeah. like it changes the structure of your uh, the percentage of muscle that you keep and the percentage of fat that you keep and so uh, you know hormones make a big deal it's a big fucking deal you know
1: but and but again and, and we bring this up now but and but we're, Why are we're
0: we talking about these issues because, on the counting of the I, I don't
1: know. But we're we counting we counting fights is what we're doing. But but again, we live in this day and age that is a transitional again, no pun intended, a transitional period where we have we have more questions than answers. But as long as you are comfortable asking the questions, as long as you're comfortable receiving the questions as an individual, you get those answers. And over time, we're going to be able to go back and be like, oh, this is why it's okay for a trans person to be in combat sports. It could be for the very reason that I said, uh, because the naturally born female or the naturally born male, because a a woman can transition into a man and fight other men, you know, we'll be able to – go. whether it was for my reason or a different reason, we're going to be able to see – Uh, 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 the naturally born win a fight against the you know what I mean so like it just all comes with time for me that's why I'm not saying no to anything you know like, look at Nyla Rose in AEW. That is a, is a man that transitioned to a woman. She wrestles, but wrestling, it's all the script. Right, it's a work. But she makes a great heel, and she's not a heel for the fact that she's trans. She's a heel because See, she's I a good... I don't
0: know that. I need to... I you need to watch. She's,
1: she's a heel because she's a good fucking heel. Her manager is Vicky well, Guerrero. Okay. She has a... She has a good char- She has a great character. It doesn't. They don't even. They don't even touch on the fact that they don't even talk she's about trans- it. No, not at all. She brings it up in public interviews, you know. But that's that's, and but but also, and, and this is the thing I hate Does about. She have
0: big man monkey arms. Like- no,
1: you know what? No, you, honestly, I, if I sh- look, if I just sh- I could show you like five pictures of women in AEW, one of them being Nyla Rose, and you wouldn't be able to tell. You wouldn't be able to tell, um, honestly.
0: That, that sounds like a challenge to me.
1: I mean, I, well, <laughs> I, I'm I not going to pull it up right now. But you wouldn't be able to tell. Right. Unless, because, like, you can't even, uh, really. She
0: looks like a naturally born female.
1: She looks like a naturally born female, to me at least. Right. You know? But, like, it's not her character, you know? and But honestly, uh, uh, if someone, if a wrestler, like, let's say Tyler uh, Tyler Rex, let, I don't know her her new, her new name or her whatever so i'm just going to for the benefit of just knowing who i'm talking about right and the audio let's say i don't know if he's going to continue to wrestle but it let's just say if she, if she does I'm sorry about the pronouns if <laughs> That'd she be does that a good gimmick man it's new i literally i literally that's my point that's my point it's a good gimmick. that is a good gimmick that is a different gimmick that so is something my, new so here's my
0: here's my idea damn i'll train you
1: I'm not, a trans, a wrestler, I'm not being a trans. I'm not being a trans. To character. pretend
0: to be a trans, <sighs>
1: I'll ask Misty. <laughs> I'll ask Misty. Misty like won't ever you,
0: like have to. You have to really sell it.
1: I would. I I would actually. Uh, uh, I would be down to having a match if there was enough time for me to prepare and train, like a year out from now. Yeah, at least a year year, yeah. year 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 and a half. I I will wrestle in a match on Accounting Lights wrestling oh, you show. You heard that. That's how you I'm throwing it down right now. If there is any independent wrestler near my size, I'm oh, not going go, to I'm not gonna go I'm not going to go too uh, crazy. Yeah, let's let's like, I don't want to challenge Adam Asher or this, anything. Yeah. Like. <laughs> this is what you
0: got to do. What you have to do is um you start training first and then you make those decisions later because, you know, it might be something you're like, what the fuck am I doing?
1: You know what? Fuck this. Balls to the wall. Lance Archer, if you're listening. Jesus Christ. I'm challenging you. Oh, murder hawk. Get ready for, get ready for the. Fucking six, seven. I'm the killer koala. Let's fucking do this.
0: Ah, that's your gimmick.
1: Let's do this. Lance Archer, that's if you great. could great.
0: <laughs> the killer koala
1: the killer koala versus the murder hawk the match sells itself chris oh, jesus i'm gonna get destroyed You're
0: digging your hole bro. no
1: seriously let's go down this road let's train me for a year let's put me in a match at the counting lights wrestling show okay, so uh, they will draw it will draw let me, money let me
0: look around let me see where bo uh, you we might be able to get your train you might have to drive somewhere i can uber uh, okay i can uber so we'll, to ohb it's fine no we'll f- we'll find you somewhere that uh, somebody's got something set up we'll we'll see if you can get out there and take some bumps and i mean i i've
1: learned uh, i learned it's
0: so much easier to be funny bro. i learned i learned
1: how to hit the ropes i've got that down I have learned how to hit the ropes yes. the last time uh, uh, we had an OHB you wrestling show. You need to learn show. how to
0: hit the ropes, right? A lot, you listen, oh, no, I'm I did. There's, there's guys I did.
1: Uh, Tommy, uh, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Tommy, uh, uh, the Irish uh, Irish uh, uh, gimmick guy. Uh, yeah. We added him to the Counting Lights wrestling show. Oh, God, I can't remember his name because Facebook's not... Tommy O'Hara? Tommy O'Mara. 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 Yeah, Tommy O'Mara taught me how to uh, hit the ropes. And, uh, you know, you got to use the base of your back don't go into the side and then two step jump into the other rope base of your back and just do that over and over again I mean I need more reps right. but I know right. the basic principles of hitting the ropes oh,
0: you heard it here folks
1: give me a year and and I because I come up with characters I've come up with characters for wrestling that I can't that I've never been able to 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 show off I got one guy I've got a gimmick called Vanity that's a great name for a wrestler. I want to I want to be Vanity. That's what I want to be. That's an
0: emotion an, or something. Isn't it? No,
1: it's a, it's a, it's a vanity. I mean it's over the top. Gotcha. It's, you know, it's an over the top uh, uh, it's an expression that means over the top. Uh, uh, theatric. It means several things, but you know, I think that's a great wrestler like Kabuki. name. Kabuki.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's a, it's great. It's a great gimmick. I I've even I've even drawn what what the wrestler looks like
0: Dude, Dan's got too much time on his legs, I really
1: man. do I really do thank you pandemic <laughs> but you heard it here first we're gonna put this out there anyone that is like five
0: five four five five listen we'll figure it out let's, let's I am throwing an open remember, challenge remember there's no weight classes in pro wrestling so. well we're
1: doing it for this one we're yeah. doing it for this one because so. I, I can't get in the ring with no, a 300 pounder I don't know we'll see I'm throwing out that open challenge I could, right
0: now. I could put together a match between you and a guy who is 6'5 and 300 pounds. Nope. No, I'm telling you. We're not could, doing a David I, Goliath no, thing. No, I'm telling you. Mm-mm. I could put together a match in the psychology and, you, and it would look fucking great.
1: Well, you would have to send me to the Wizard of Oz to get courage. <laughs> so we need to do that first. We need to go down the yellow put, brick road. Put them
0: up. Put, put him up, up. Put him up. Put him up.
1: We're gonna to have to do that for, if I'm gonna face somebody six, five, 300 pounds. But I'm I'm putting that out there right, right now. We'll
0: cross that bridge when we come to.
1: And it. I will train for a year, and we will sell tickets. To the next OHB wrestling show. But you can still get tickets to the OHB comedy show February 12th with Paul Varghese, Chris Germany, myself, Tony Casillas, Brian Pierce, and Tyler Harris, all the way from Austin, Texas. It can be a great show.
0: Get $20.
1: You get a welcome beer, and we're confirming, as of this recording, free tickets to Hyenas Comedy Nightclub. And uh, follow us on Twitter at Counting underscore Lights. Email us at CountingLights at gmail.com. For the Counting Lights podcast, he's Chris Germany. And
0: that's Dan Danzig.
1: And this is Counting Lights podcast where comedy and wrestling lock up.